Hello, welcome to another installment of the Central American Group's podcast, in which experts discuss topics related to doing business in Costa Rica, El Salvador, and the rest of the region. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the podcasts that are produced by the Central American Group. These are recordings that we make with professionals from Central America in various disciplines uh, in which we talk about things relating to the economy of the region. Today, we're going to talk about starting up a manufacturing facility under the free trade zone regime in Costa Rica. And today we have with us a very knowledgeable individual from the Arias Law Firm in that country. Her name is Laura Perez. Laura, how are you today? Could you introduce yourself uh, and, and tell us a little bit about the organization that you represent? Sure. Thank you very much, uh, Steve, for having me. It's great to be here. So yes, I have been working at Arias for a long time now. I'm in charge of two consulting areas of the law firm, which are government affairs and special tax regimes. And on special tax regimes, the most famous and popular one of them is free trade zones. Um, Arias basically is a law firm that has been operating in Central America for more than 80 years. And we have a lot of experience supporting companies in the foreign direct investment world, setting up operations here. Um, personally, I began my professional career working at CINDE, the Costa Rican Investment Promotion Agency, and then at AMCHAM, the American Chamber of Commerce, and now have more over 15 years experience um, supporting companies going to the free trade zone in Costa Rica. So it's a pleasure to be talking to you today. Well, thank you very much for joining us. I know that you're going to be able to impart a lot of useful information for our listeners. So let's just start with a few questions. Um, first of all, if a company wants to begin operations under the free trade zone regime in Costa Rica, how long does it take from when they get the idea till they're actually up and running? Sure, Steve. This is a very common question that we get. So a good estimate and time frame would be between four to six months. And I'll explain shortly what exactly is included between those uh, four to six months. And for specifically for manufacturing operations, which is the focus today, that could go up into to more like a year, year and a half. And that's because of the construction part of it, right? But let's go back to the four, six months that is basically having your legal entity, your free trade zone, and your main permits. Basically, what we do during those uh, first uh, six months is work with the company, understanding what exactly they want to do in Costa Rica, how the project looks like, services operations and manufacturing operations they're going to do. You need to set that out, set, set that out and have that clear view of what you want to do. Um, then we incorporate the legal entity, which is a fairly straight uh, straight process. It's very simple. Then we go into the free trade zone approval process and then get the main permits. So it's basically the municipal license, uh, commercial license, and the permits that have to do with social security, which are very important uh, here in Costa Rica. But again, for manufacturing operations, that could go up to a year and a half because of uh, construction. Um, something that is very important to know um, for the free trade zone is it's it's the set of incentives that the government, the Costa Rican government offers certain type of operations. And it's 
it's a regime that is bonded to a specific space. So in order to apply to the free trade zone, the company has to know where their operations that they're going to be, where they're going to operate. So that's something that is very, very, very important. And I would say that that's it. Four to six months for, let's say, the legal entity, free trade zone, main permits. And again, we need to take into consideration construction or manufacturing operations. So that would lead me to believe, given what you said, that one of the services that the Arias Law Firm offers to people that are looking to do this is basically leads them through the actual uh, application process. Would that be correct? Exactly. That is correct. Basically what we do on the first month, maybe I can I can narrow that for months. That way is easier. The first month we sit down with the client and we go over again the project, how 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 design it basically, right? How how is it going to look like? Then we incorporate the legal entity. We understand if we need um, environmental permits and we register the company before the tax authority. After that, and once the company has already chosen the space where they're going to be, we go into the approval process of the free trade zone, uh, which have which has like different uh, stages. The first stage is a stage that is be, is done before Procomer and Comics, which are the free trade zone authorities. And basically, they grant you the, what you get is an executive agreement that grants you the benefits. And then the second stage is an approval process that you go through with customs where they basically grant you your free trade zone code or H code or um, customs auxiliary, which is called as well, that basically allows company to manage your imports and make use of the free trade zone uh, benefits. So you need both of those approvals in order to operate. And once you have that, then the company is ready from a regulatory perspective to start to have its free trade zone benefits. After that, we get you the regular permits. And that's where those, let's say, four to six months go. And in parallel, if you're a manufacturing company, we help you and support you with everything that has to do with uh, supporting during construction alongside uh, key advisors like the park that you choose and the environmental consultant. One thing I think that's really important to mention is that the free trade zone regime in Costa Rica is made for manufacturers, but Costa Rica has uh, targeted certain types of manufacturers that are eligible for the program. It's not just any manufacturing firm. Would that be correct? That is partially correct, Steve, because if you want to be basically the country is divided in two. When you want when you go into the free trade zone, and if you want to be what in what it's called the greater metro area, you want to operate inside the greater metro area where most companies are operating, you do need to be part of a spe special specific sectors that the country has uh, defined. And I'm going to tell you the two most popular and are basically medical devices in which we have a huge cluster. And the other one is advanced manufacturing. So anything that basically that fits into both of those categories can operate inside the greater metro area. If you want to do something else under the free trade zone, you can do it, but you need to go outside the greater metro area. And like I always tell everyone when I talk about this, most companies operate inside the greater metro area. That's where we have the vast majority of companies because of the access to talent pool, because of the services, because of the proximity to the airport. So most uh, companies, services and manufacturing operate inside the greater metro area. So absolutely agree with you that if you want to do that, you need to belong to what are called strategic sectors. 
So on one hand, you're helping companies, taking them through the process of the application, but also regarding construction, you mentioned that understanding the timeline for that is very, very important and key to the project. What do you mean specifically by that? Yeah, sure, Steve. What happens is that if you're going to be, for example, a services operation, it's pretty straightforward. You go into a space that it's already fit out and ready, a free trade zone space. So you only worry basically about your free trade zone application. But if you're manufacturing, it's different because basically what happens is that you need to go through all the process of construction. Basically, they're divided basically in four, design, permitting, construction, and fit out. And depending where you're going to go, um, that can be that can take more or less. So, for example, Green Park, that's a park operating inside the greater metro area. They already have gone through some stages of this process with some of their buildings. So for in their case, for example, design and permitted is something that they have already done. So you can save time depending if you depending which park you choose and if you choose a park that has already invested. But basically what happens is that design process in general can take up to two months. Permitting can take around four months. Construction takes around six months. And fit out, four months. So if you add all of those months, it's like a year and a half. But again, if you choose a key ally and the park, uh, you can save around uh, six months. So as you can see, the free trade zone process runs in parallel to all this construction uh, construction matters. So that's why uh, it becomes key to understand and time correctly construction because the process is going to be driven by it and not by the free trade zone approval per se. That's something that's going to happen in parallel. Now, when you get into a situation where a company uses a clean room, does that change the process in any way or the time frame? Yes, yes. It's very common, especially for medical device companies to have clean rooms. And in Costa Rica, we have a lot of um, companies that use clean rooms and we have a lot of special uh, companies with special knowledge to build clean rooms. And usually what we tell our clients is that if you're going to have a clean room, you need to add one more month to fit out. So instead of four months, you need to add one and that will be five months and it's something to take into consideration. Yes, it's, it absolutely makes a difference. Now, for companies that are in a hurry, what, in your estimation, or what, in from your experience, can actually speed up the process? Okay, yeah. So very a lot of things can, can actually speed up the process. Number one is have choose very good uh, advisors that know how to handle free trade zone applications. That's key to, 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 to do that and to be sure that you're dealing with people that know what they're doing. That's that's number one thing. The second thing is that if you choose a park, for example, like Green Park, again, I'm, I'm using the as, as an example, as an key ally. If it's a park that has already invested in their own um, infrastructure, you can save a lot of time a minimum of six months in, in the case that I was explaining. So that's also something very, very important. And the other thing I would say, the other thing I would say that saves time is really knowing what you want. How do you want your uh, operation in Costa Rica to look like? Obviously, you go through a process in which you understand what's the free trade zone, what can you do, et cetera. But once you decide, at some point, you need to decide how does that operation is going to look. So you need to be very clear in terms of employment and investment 
what is it that you're going to do? How many people and how much money are you going to commit? And what exactly are you going to do? If you have that very clear and straightforward, that's going to make the process much easier. Now, in your experience as well, um, where do you see potential roadblocks and how can you avoid them? Okay, so the first uh, roadblock that we see, and it's not a roadblock, it's like a stopper, is the choosing the space. Uh, companies sometimes struggle to choose a space and they take a lot of time with that and they stall the process a lot. And the problem with that is that you cannot present your free trade zone applications if you haven't chosen the space in which you're gonna operate. So I will tell people, if you're gonna take your time, go ahead, take your time but you cannot rush the process later on. That is key in order to continue everything else. So choosing the space is definitely uh, one thing. The second thing is um, understanding that you need to have a really good advisor and that you need to have a really good person assigned from the company to the project because the review all process um, before the free trade zone authority, especially the technical approval by Procomer, it's a back and forward of questions regarding what are you going to do? What's the activity? How are you going to manufacture the process? And if you have someone from the corporate side that can easily answer the questions and it's a decision maker, the process can run much faster. I would say those are the things that can help. Okay, well, I think that in a relatively short amount of time, we've covered some pretty important points. Our experience with our podcasts is that after listening to them, uh, people often have questions that uh, arise from what it is that they've listened to. If somebody has a question and they want to ask you, how can they get in touch? Absolutely, Steve. We will be delighted to answer any question. They can reach out to my email, which is laura.perez, P-E-R-E-Z, at arieslaw.com. Please feel free to send me an email. And I will be more than glad to answer any questions that, that, that anyone that is listening can have. And in addition to that, if it's okay with you in the transcript of the podcast, um, we will include a, a link to your LinkedIn page if you have one. Would that be okay? That's absolutely okay. I have one. And please go ahead and do that, Steve. Well, thank you very much for joining us today. It's been very informative. And uh, we hope and wish that you have success throughout uh the next year and, and the ones that come after that. Thank you very much, Steve. We wish you exactly the same thing and we hope to have a lot of companies operating under free trade zones. Thank you for listening. Sign up to receive the Central American Group's quarterly newsletter by visiting www.thecentralamericangroup.com. <laughs>